Hey, welcome back to this episode of Dog and Ed. I guess it's a uh, evening edition in Spain and uh, uh, morning edition in Texas and early morning edition in Arizona. But I uh, hope you guys can uh, tune in. Let us know if you can hear us and see us okay. We have a great guest today. I've been looking forward to this one for a long time. Melina Mike promised this back in December and he didn't deliver. So I had to reach out and <laughs> no. I made it happen. No, Welcome no, to no. the show, Francisco Sanchez Ruiz. Thanks for joining us. Oh, oh no. He's out. You pissed him off already, Joe. We haven't even oh, had him you on know for what? two minutes. Are you there? Oh, we can't oh, hear you, no. Francisco. Maybe try. Uh, he probably got a phone call. See if you can refresh uh, your phone if you can hear us. Um, can you hear send us? him a message, Joey, and see. This is a All great right. way to. Uh, Start the show. Start the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me uh, let me turn this off here for just a second. We're having a little bit of a uh, technical difficulties. We'll try to get Francisco to uh, refresh the screen. But yeah, no, we've been trying. I've been trying to uh, get him it? on for for quite some time. Uh, I know that back in back during the the World Cup, I actually reached out to Francisco and David, and I've been trying to get them on uh since then so it's been <clears throat> it's been quite the adventure and i want to say that was around summertime somewhere around there so um yeah it's, it's been a little bit it's been a little bit and you know what's funny is that i always tell joey we got to get him on we got to get him on because you never know uh when they're gonna win again what, right what can happen yeah well, and, I mean, they, and look what's happened they may never you know they may never make it to a final again you know just generally speaking and then the guy goes on a run of a lifetime so um hopefully we can we can get francisco back on here in just a minute um good job joe your first guest you booked and yeah, um, they're, out, they're out in two you know, minutes yeah lenny richard points out we're dogging it right in the beginning i just told francisco to refresh on the <laughs> messenger he says okay i'll do it again and um there you probably got a phone call <laughs> yeah it's usually how it works busy guy if you can do airplane mode um, we got to remember yeah. to remind guests that Melina. Yeah, yeah, but we're live right now, Joe. We're live right now, buddy. Oh, we are. <laughs> we can't have like little sidebar no, conversations. No, no, no. We're live, buddy. We're live. Yeah. Oh, guys. Hey, guys. Uh, so once we get FSR back in here, we're gonna have a great interview. But uh, later today, we're also interviewing. Actually, later this morning for us, uh, we're interviewing Darren Appleton. Really excited about that one. Um, got a little surprise in that one that we're working on. And uh, we've been working on that surprise for you know all week. Yeah, all week we've been working and on it. Obviously, you know um, the situation with Darren, and uh, it really touched everybody in the pool community. So we're excited to have him on. So we just got to get uh, Francisco back here. <laughs> he was in, and then he was out. He was in. We're sitting there talking. Everything's fine. He's sharing some funny stuff, and I'm like, save it for the show. We hit the go live button. And then boom, he's gone. And I think it. I think you're right, Mike. I think he did get a phone call and he uh, dropped yeah, right off. That's usually how it works out. Let us know in the chat. You know what questions you want us to ask of Francisco. Uh, we're going to try to include you guys as best we can. This is usually what happens when um, when we're up. Number one, that was going to be my number two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> number one is when it's this early. Number two is when Joey has its hands on all things related to the show. So. Um, but we've been excited for this one. I know it's fun. I, I told Joey, I said, you need to get Francisco on because the last time I sent him a message, it was, we're going to get you on at the end of the year. Oh, Best yeah. player of the year. I think that's the perfect way to end this, to end the year end show. And, uh, you know, oh, great. And now Joey leaves me too. So this is perfect, y'all. Yeah. So, hey, <laughs> this, is, this is just wonderful. Um yeah, let us know what you guys want us to ask of Francisco or how your day's going. I don't know, man. I'm I'm all lost here. Um, yeah, we got Darren. We got hopefully we'll have Ozzy Reynolds on in the next couple of days as well, previewing the the World Ten Ball uh, that's going to be coming up. We got some other guests and some new sponsors to announce along with that, uh, which we're really excited about and really appreciative of. Uh, a lot of guys got behind us over the last. Uh, over the last week or so, um, from Cyberts to JB Cases, uh, IQ, QTech, and I'm missing a whole lot. Moonlighting with Sandra and them, who were always great. Um, but yeah, we're happy. Hopefully, Joey at least comes back on here in just a minute, so I'm not just babbling on air. Um, all right, let's see. We might get Joey back here. Stand by, you guys. 
Hey, Joe, you're looking pretty good, man. It's a much better view than what I'm used to seeing. Uh, that insult only works if he's if he's there. <laughs> hey, can oh you hear my me? gosh. Can you hear me, Mike? I can hear you, buddy. Jeez, that was what a, a day. Nozo, I'm tagging you in, buddy. <laughs> I'm kicking Joey out. Get your ass in here, Mike. <sighs> Did Francisco come back in when I dropped off? No. You know what no. happened with me? I forgot to plug in my laptop. It went dead, so we got that going again, thankfully. Joey, you are on fire this morning, buddy. Gee, tell a joke. <laughs> Sing a song, Melina. Sing a song. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. Mm. All right, let me see. Let me... Let me let me reach out to Fran. Here we go. We might got him back. Yeah. Okay, let's see if we can get him. Okay. Francisco. Hey, I think. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. Hey, hey listen. Yeah, I promise. I won't. That. I won't pick Mario again. I promise. All right. It's, uh... <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's oh, no. showing. Yeah. There we go. There we go. There we go. Oh gosh! <clears> what a start to this interview. Hey, I'll tell you what. You're playing a hell of a lot better than we're interviewing right now. Yeah, so. no kidding. <laughs> oh, gosh. <clears throat> All right. We're back, boys. He, I think he's locked up, Molina. Well, we may have to. He's showing uh, zero out of ten connection. And he and he's he's gone. He's gone. You know, it's funny. When we had him <laughs> on initially, everything was just perfect. the nuts. The nuts perfect. Let's try perfect. this again. You bring him Here on, Joe. All right, Francisco, we back? Okay. All right. Can you hear? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yes. We need a we need a a, a performance on the podcast like you had in the World Championships, buddy. You know we need <laughs> yeah, a yeah. streamline. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just try to make the ball. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Francisco, we just want to remind you: uh, Are you able to go into airplane mode? Are you on Wi-Fi? Yeah, I do. If you could yeah. go into airplane mode to make sure you don't get any, I, I think you might have got a phone call that might have been what kicked yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I already do, so I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Okay, good, awesome. Well, we're super happy to have you, and to our guests. Thankfully, they like us. I think because they hung out with us. We got a whole bunch of people in here. So, guys, thanks so much for tuning in, Francisco. Man, you are on top of the world right now. How's life? How's things? How how are things going for you? Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, to be honest, I feel pressure this year because last year is, was amazing for me. It's like a dream, you know. But uh, the first tournament, I, I think I, I start the same thing than last year because last year I won Derby. So that's my big, big, big title. So this year is unbelievable. So I feel, I feel so happy right now. Up until that point, that was probably the biggest title you had won. And then you follow that up with... Now you're a multiple-time world champion, win the U.S. Open. What clicked for you? What changed for you mentally? How did you make that that cross from, you know, final eight, final 16 kind of guy to I'm just beating everybody? Yeah, I mean, if you, somebody asked me, I want, like, uh, two world championships, two years ago, I say you are crazy because, uh, I mean, uh, I, I played really good, but uh, I mean, in Derby, uh, like I say in the interview, in the matchroom, everything changed because that's my first big title. You know, I beat Shane, I beat Josh, I beat too many good players. So sometimes I think I was playing good like five years ago, but I never won a big title. So when you won a big title, so everything changed. So I feel amazing. Francisco, I, like just seeing you for the first time in person out in Vegas and you know, it, it, there's just something about you, where, the way you carry yourself. You just seem like a super nice guy. And you can tell that you have the respect of the other players because you're beating them. And yet they're in their posts about you. They're so gracious. They're congratulatory. You know, they're saying, man, you know, great job. Keep the roll up. You know, w what do you think that comes from? Why do you think that that these other players talk so so kind of you? I mean, because for me, it's like, I don't know, my father learned me. I think for me, the most important thing in the life is the respect. You know, that's the most important thing. I mean, it doesn't matter if you play good or you play bad. I respect the, the same way, the same way, Love everyone. That. So that's why, I mean, I, I don't want to be angry with anyone. I want to enjoy the game. That's why I, I, I want to be happy with everyone, you know. I want to, to, love, to love playing the game. So that's all I, I do. I think it's that attitude is what is what has won you over um, fans over the last you know few years and especially over the last year. I mean, obviously with success, you're going to get a lot more guys cheering for you. 
but it's your attitude. It's the way you carry yourself. Like you said, respect, especially culturally, such a big, big thing. So I got a lot of admiration for that. Uh, it's really weird because every time we see you, fans are always rooting for you. But in that final with Sufi, yeah. it seemed like that was the first time where guys, I don't want to say they were rooting against you, but you had competition when it comes to who people were rooting for in Sufi because of his story and, and just everything that we heard about him. What was that experience like? Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's a super nice guy, the first the first thing. But, of, of course, his style is amazing because everyone loves uh, somebody play fast, you know. Uh, he... he he can feel the he can feel with the crown, you know. The crown was really enjoyed with him, but uh, obviously, I mean, in this final, I was favorite just a little bit because with experience. But uh, when I played the first rack, the, the no, the first two rack, I was I was thinking, okay, this is gonna be tough because this guy played really good, really fast, and he has a lot of confidence. He does, yeah. I I think you're a guy that plays with a lot of confidence too. Real simple. And I don't know if you realize this but before every big tournament we kind of pick who we think is going to win i don't know if you caught it before the u.s open <laughs> when i picked a certain player i think it was you yes oh, i did God. uh before the world championship i picked you you know Molina keeps betting against you and i'm like i'm i don't remember a time when you know you could look at other sports and even the best players in the other sports or the hottest players at the time where you thought they were going to win every event and it just kind of feels that way with you right now. There's a certain aura about you. You know, has something clicked in your mind and kind of changed the way you feel when you enter a tournament that you just, this is mine to win? Do you feel that way? Yeah, I mean, uh, I remember uh, like two or three years ago when I played like a final, semifinal, I was thinking, okay, I want to win this tournament, but I think it's the wrong decision. I mean, uh, I just try to play my game. I don't care about the result, you know. I don't care about anything. I care about, I, I, I just want to try to enjoy the game, to do the, the best, you know, to choose the best, the best shot and everything. And that's what I do. I, I, I try to enjoy every tournament. doesn't matter which tournament. If you play a final of the World Championship or if you play a final of Euro Tour, I don't care. Uh, I think, uh, but when you want a big title, so everything changes about confidence. It's it's different though, Francisco, because as you started to win, it wasn't like you know you were the guy coming. You were the expectation. You know you were a top favorite, like Shane, like Josh. You know maybe even like Jason. Jason, did you feel any kind of added pressure coming into let's say a U.S. Open or even the World Championships where you know I got to perform here? Uh, yeah, uh, when I won the 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 World Able, I had to play Mosconi. Okay, Mosconi is a different one. It's like a show, but uh, when I played this tournament, I feel pressure because I know everyone is looking at me like this guy had to win or something, you know. But I don't want to feel that pressure, that kind of pressure. I think I, I, I just try, um, I just try to play pool, you know. I, I don't care about the the people. The people say, okay, this guy have to win, you know. I don't care. I don't care. Well, I was rooting for you for the most part until you were playing my horse and Mario He because I picked Mario. <laughs> To, to win it all, I picked him against Wichter in the final, and that didn't work out. And then he's up on you. I want to say it was around 8-4 or 7-3, somewhere around there. And I was texting a friend of mine. I said, I don't like it. I don't like it because I've seen Francisco match after match. If he's down, he can come back with that break. How much time have you put into that break? What's your work ethic like? What's your training regimen like leading up to big events like this? Yeah, I mean, I was practicing the break a lot, to be honest, because I think that's the most important thing in this kind of format. It's winter break, you know, so everything can happen. But, uh, okay, with Mario, I think I was I was down 7-2. You know, he was playing really good. Uh, but, you know, also in five matches, I was down in five matches in the World yeah. Championship. So, I mean, uh, you know, it's a winter break, so everything can happen. So, I think I didn't play my best in some matches but i fight every time that's why i think i win i won you know so i don't know i get i'm checking out some of the chats that are coming in we have them hidden right now but we'll bring them up in a little bit but uh one of the folks in here is asking like did it get easier or harder after your first big win like i guess after derby city last year oh mike's dogging it again oh, sorry 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 <laughs> what are you doing mike my bad my did bad did it get easier or harder after maybe like that Derby City win? Um, 
you know, with future events. I think he froze up too, Mike. Great job. Way to go. Well, well, yeah, you might have he might have uh, gotten well at least he's smiling in that in that pause, by the way. So that's that's a good at least it's a good uh man, you it's a good look one. for him. No, I did. I think that was just his internet. That wasn't me switching it out. I don't think All right, let's let's turn off the graphic. We'll turn him off for a second, see if we can get him back. <clears throat> What, oh, a, what, what an easy guy to root for. Don't don't put that on me. That's I, I can't control the guy's internet. He's literally at zero out of ten. What do you we're, we're like flowing here. We we like <laughs> got it going and you know, I don't know what's happening. Maybe I don't know. Hopefully he'll come back in in a second because we he are will. rolling right along. I have a great question to ask him too. At least I think it's great. So um yeah, thoughts so far. Oh, here he comes, I think. Let's see if we can get him back. I think we got him. Hold on. <laughs> Definitely Molina's fault. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it on this one. I'll take it on this one. There we go. Get him back. We got we got back the internet, son. We got him sideways. Oh no! Now his internet's struggling. I think someone's blowing up his phone. It may be. uh... Hey, I'm watching you on (laughs) Target. Hold on. Let me get rid of this graphic. We got to get a little more flow to these graphics. Yeah. This is. This is what happens when you man them, buddy. This is what happens. What am I? What am I supposed to do? Let's bring the chat up. Kind of look, check, check out some of these questions. You know, I actually I blame Ryan Harmson for that because uh, <laughs> go ahead and hit up the chat guys because he he had a comment there. So I went to ask yeah. him a question. You thought it was great to bring up the comment, and then we kicked Francisco out, but he'll be back. Uh, yeah, Pablo says it's definitely your fault. So hey, thanks, what Pablo. Are you gonna do? What are you going to do? You know? Yeah. No. The the question. Uh, I, I love the answer he had to the question about respect, right? Um, and I think it's true, Mike, that every time you see him win a big event, you see a whole bunch of cheerleaders who are people that are competing against him, which is kind of unprecedented, right? Uh, folks that are kind of going, <laughs> Ryan says, my bad. That's funny. <laughs> Let's see. I think he's coming back in. So you see a whole bunch of people who are, who are trying to win the event with him and then, uh, you know, they're very complimentary of him when uh, he wins the event. So I think, yeah, there is a ton of respect for him. No, for sure. And I've never, you hear things when you're around pro pool players of, you know, hey, this guy can be a jerk or that guy, you know, I don't like that guy or whatever. I've never heard anybody say a bad thing about Francisco. You know, a lot of guys go and root for him. And that's just like, not just publicly, but privately as well. You know, you and you can see the the sentiment in in messages, you know, when you see guys, you know, make follow up posts in regards to events that are being done. I got, you know, eight through 12th or whatever. And then congratulations to so and so you can see the sincerity from people as they're going and and showing this guy love. Um, But you're right. Like and I love the fact that he gave his dad some love there because, you know, that's something um, respect is is such a massive, massive thing. Uh, what's that, Joe? Well, I was just going to say that uh, he's going to try to enter with another phone. He okay. says he's not sure what's happening, uh, so we'll see. But uh, okay, he'll be back in in a minute. But um, yeah, I, I want to ask him a question. Yeah, guys, hit us up with any other questions that you have. We'll make sure not to uh, highlight them on the thing because Melina dogged it and kicked him out. Actually, if that's, if that's, that's enough to kick fault. him out, that's that's that shouldn't happen. Uh, but a few of the things that I want to ask about is one, how does he keep that fire going? You know, this year. I mean, if you think about it, it's a whole different ball game when you're playing from behind or or you're the underdog. Oh, there he is. Can you hear us, Francisco? Uh, yeah. Yeah. If you could turn your phone, yeah, but I cannot hear. <laughs> Can okay. you hear us, buddy? No. No, no? Just give me a second. Okay. And then, and then okay. okay. Let's, we'll, we'll send him out to the back here for just a minute. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Look, Corby Dayhoff says he doesn't like Francisco. He's way too handsome and great at pool. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good one. That's a pretty good one. Uh, I remember I was friends with a pro player to be named later, but he felt the same way about Mika when Mika was hot. He was winning everything, and apparently he'd go to the the disco and he's dancing with all these girls. And oh man, I can't stand this guy. <laughs> Why are you putting that man's business out there like that, Joe? I didn't say who it was. You just said it was Mika well, dancing me- with all these girls. Well. Not in a. I mean, what are you doing? Dude? What are you doing, man? What I didn't mean like that. Right I just meant he was a good dancer. Bro, you know, bro like the code, girls, Joe. 
bro, he can't help so it if he's funny. handsome and the girls like him. That's all I'm, I'm saying. Man, well, I can tell you what, we ain't never <laughs> getting like Mika. you got a guilty conscience, son. We're, we're never we're never getting Mika on the show, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or again, rather, I should say. All right, he yeah. went out. Hopefully, we'll get him back in uh, in just a minute. Hey, so check this out. I tried... So I flew, I didn't even think about this, but I had, you know, you know, I was in Texas and I flew back to Arizona last night. And when I say that the Uber area was just utterly packed, it was utterly packed. And what I realized when I got here is that you got the Super Bowl on Sunday, you have uh, the Waste Management Phoenix Open, which is like a big party disguised as a golf tournament going on in Scottsdale right now. And then I heard Kevin Hart is in town. So you got these three huge events that are drawing all these people to Phoenix and man, it was just packed there trying to get an Uber. It was nuts. Crazy. Well, are you going to go check out the Super Bowl at all? So interestingly for my company, we sponsor something for them. So I'm going on Saturday for a dinner, uh, but I will not be attending the Super Bowl. So um, yeah, but who do you like in that game? Oh, it's rough. I think I might have to go uh, Philly. They just look too dominant. Francisco, are you there, buddy? Yeah. Ah. Sorry about that. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. We got action, son. We got action. It All was right. Molina's fault. <clears throat> okay. Can you hear me, right? Yeah. Can you turn your phone, okay. Francisco? Yeah. Sweet. All okay. right. So, Francisco, I, I wanted to ask you about, you know, we heard the story with Sufi and the fact that, you know, financially his life – probably changed quite a bit. He went from, you know, struggling to then he just had a big payday, but you had a big pay year. And when you look at the money that you won last year, it was significant. You know, it's like a professional, like an executive at some company, you won quite a bit of money. How has that changed your life um, as a pool player now winning a couple hundred thousand dollars in a year? Yeah, I mean, my life is still the same, the same way. I'm with the, uh, I still with the same people, but the, in my career, changed totally because uh, my mentally, when I go a big tournament, I was I go by thinking like, okay, I can win the tournament, you know, everything can happen. But uh, I feel more more motivated now because uh, I know I I can win the tournament, you know. So if you look the calendar, is amazing calendar. You have a lot of tournaments. A lot of important tournament now. In two weeks, I'm gonna play like uh, the World Temple, so it's gonna be a dream if you won the World Temple. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. You've, you're the World Eight Ball Champion, World Nine Ball Champion, and you got a chance to go for the World Ten Ball Champion. How crazy would that be? It's it's hard enough just winning one of those in your career. We saw that with Shane barely winning one last year in the World Nine Ball. How crazy is it thinking about you got a chance for going for the Triple Crown? Uh, with the World 10 ball coming up in a couple of weeks? Yeah, it's going to be a dream if you win, but uh, I don't I don't want to think about winning. I want to think uh, to, to just play my game, you know? Uh, I think it's going to be tough because always, I don't, it's, I, I, don't, I, I can't believe this dude, I won the US Open, I won the World Nine because even if you play good, you need lucky, you know? There is right. a lot of players, they play, they play good, they deserve to win, but this, uh, I mean, uh, I, the last year I was playing my best game, but I get some role also because, to be honest, other, otherwise you cannot win the big title. You, go ahead, Joe. Well, I was just going to ask. I'm, I'm kind of curious about what you do outside of pool. This is something that I ask a lot of pool players because you find a variety of answers, right? We're all people before pool players. Um, Melina Mike's not really a pool player, and he's kind of a person. <laughs> but what do you do when you're not playing pool? Like what? What interests do you have outside of the game? Yeah, I mean, uh, I love to play tennis, to be honest. That's my sport, you know, tennis. I love tennis. When, when I was young, I, I compete in tennis also, you know. So that's the sport I love. But uh, when, I, when, when I'm not playing pool, I make some sport. I make, uh, I go to party with a friend. I'm a normal people, you know. So, but uh, if I have to say something to do, that's tennis. I love tennis. Nadal, Nadal or Federer? <laughs> there you go, my man. There it is. There we go. There we go, my man. I'm just saying, you never I mean, know. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, uh, uh, for talent, Federer is uh, obviously Federer is the best. 
but I mean the stronger man in the world, even in, in all sport, I mean Nadal is the best. The best right. mentality I ever see. Do you ever look to those champions from other sports to kind of give you motivation? You know, have you like looked into their biographies or, you know, parts of their life and try to apply that in pool? Yeah, I mean, uh, Nadal is a good example because I read the book. His book is very interesting because uh, he say uh, his coach is uh, his uncle. And his uncle say... uh, he wants to show uh, the character has to be the same thing always, even if you are losing or you are winning. And I remember when Nadal was young, he's, he has a big trouble, but his uncle say uh, he's very consistent with the, with the character. And that's why I think Nadal does the best player. I mean, the stronger player in, ever for me. We have a number of good questions coming into the chat. And one of them that I want to ask you is the one from Laura Berg that says, uh, like, do you ever get mentally down, like, up here when you're playing a match? Do you ever get, like, you know, down on yourself? And what do you do to keep from beating yourself in a match? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, uh, everyone has the different things in, in the mind. But uh, especially mine, when I was down, I want to take a time out or something and thinking in positive things. You know, that that's... That's easy to say, but it's not easy to do, you know? Right. Uh, I mean, I mean, you can say, okay, forget, you, you, you miss a stupid ball, but you can forget. You have to work, in, work, in, still working. But I work a lot, you know? That's why I think uh, I, change, I change a lot, because uh, when I was down, I think uh, I still think in, in positive things. So that, that's very important. The, you, you you had one barrel once you were playing Mario down seven two, but you know you got a strong break. But does that thought of I don't you know this is single elimination? I'm in a final four of a world nine ball championship. You've never been there up until that point. You know does the do you start sweating a little bit? Do you start getting a little a little nervous? Yeah yeah yeah. I feel nervous every time. You know uh, I think uh, I was down seven two, but I I was playing so bad. I remember I missed a couple shots. But you know, uh, it's, it's when when there is a winner break format, everything can change. You know, it's like a dynamic. You know, uh, so when you are playing bad, you need to take a, some break, then refresh and go go again. So I think with uh, with Mario, then uh, I was down seven two. I make a couple good shows, so everything changed in my mind in this match. But with Mario, if you want to pick someone for lose, I mean, if you lose with Mario, I. I'm not happy because I lose, but that's the only guy I'm happy if I lose with, with him because, okay. I mean, he deserves to win a, a major because he's one of the more consistent players in the world right now. Let me tell you something. I love rooting for you, but when Mario's up 7-2, I'm getting ready to call Joey to tell you I told you so, you know, because I would pick I picked the Panda to win it. So when you, you broke my heart as you win, but you did it in style. You're so dominating. Um, you know, you we, we talked about Derby earlier, but you also had success in the World Cup this year, winning with David. What was that like, you know, with your with your right hand man and and what what has he meant to your career and your progress as a player and, and as a person? I mean, this this uh, this title for me is very special because I train a lot with David. I travel with him around the world. So imagine to win with your best friend, you know, uh, that's, that's like a dream, you know. I think if you have to pick, uh, pick one event, the, 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 the tournament more enjoy, I think that's, that's this kind of event. Because when you, when you want a single event, it's good. But when you want like a team event or Moscone, everything is different, you know. So I think that I love this, 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 this kind of tournament. We talked to David right after the Moscone Cup and leading up to that, you know, we were one of those that were just, you know, talking about the issues in pool. And the big issue at the moment was that David was chosen and Federer was not chosen. And I think from that conversation, it went a lot of different ways. And we could tell that there were things that were said that really hurt David. And when we talked to him after the event, and even during the event, when he hits the table and he's like, I do my talking on the table. And when we talked to him after the event, we could tell that he was affected by it and it affected us too, you know, cause he talked about his family and how things were said about him. What impact did that have on you? And did it help motivate you to really want to help get that title for him? 
Yeah, before to go to Vegas, uh, David and me talking about uh, this situation, it's not easy. I mean, also it's not easy for Lely. Alex Lely, he has a tough decision. Uh, and we know Fedor. Fedor probably is the best player right now. I don't know. Fedor is a good guy. You know, we love Fedor for sure. But uh, David also deserves this spot. He's the World Cup full champion. He has a lot of hair to play under pressure. And he's so in Vegas. I mean, uh, Skyler was the, the best player, you know, in Moscone. And David, he was down 3-0 or something. And he came back and he won in front of the U.S. crown. was amazing. Was was unbelievable. So I think he's a good uh, achievement for David, you know, and um, for Team Europe. What was yeah. it like playing the Moscone Cup? What do you say? What was it like playing in the Moscone Cup finally? <laughs> yeah, it was it was amazing. I never uh, David told me before when when you play the first match, the team matches, you're gonna see the crown, you're gonna see everything. But when when I was there, I say, oh my god, that's that's <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy feeling. That uh, I never play with this kind of pressure, but I love this 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 Moscone. You know, especially with the U.S. crown was amazing feeling. Was crazy. Well, you played well, and so one of the things I wanted to ask you leading up to the World Championship. So Moscone was in December, but then the calendar got really crowded for 2023. There were a lot of events. And a lot of, especially European play, players, chose to not go to Derby City. You chose not to go to Derby City to defend your title. Um, tell us about that decision, because obviously if you win an event, I know I've won smaller events, and I always want to go back to that event because I want to defend my title. That had yeah. to be a tough decision, but do you feel like that helped uh, impact your play at the World Championship? Yeah, it was a tough decision for me because last year – that's. Also, it's special because I I won right. my, my my big tournament. You know, I want to I want to defend my title for sure. Especially in US, I love US. I love the US crown. It was amazing feeling. But uh, to be honest, I have to be smart in this situation. So uh, after derby, I have like three days. I don't know, two three days off. You have to fly around the world. Especially when you come back from US, I feel I I need like minimum one or two weeks you know, to get some, some rest. And I think that that's a good choice for me. I don't know for everyone, but for me, that's really good because I want to keep working in the break, in the, in the table and feel, feel comfortable. How difficult is that to travel the world? You, you talked about you're headed to Estonia to play in the Euro Tour, and then you're going to Vegas and you're not going to be home for a while. You know, what kind of things do you do when you get to a new country, a new city, to get yourself really ready to play pool? I mean, it's not easy. I mean, if you win, like me, I won too many titles now. I feel so so confident. I have uh, so many. I, I can't wait for play the, the other event. But when you lose a tournament, it's not easy because uh, you have to, to travel around the world. If you win, that's okay. That's perfect. But if you if you don't win, <laughs> it's, really tough. it's really tough because, you know, you can feel the pressure. You cannot see your family. You cannot see your friend. You know, that's a different time. So it's tough. It's tough because up, uh, during the year, we play almost 20, 30 tournaments per year. So it's really tough. You mentioned your dad before, you know, and what respect means to you. You know, what was it like sharing the Moscone Cup with him and him being out there in Vegas, number one? And number two, did you get to talk to him at all as you're making your way to the final of a world nine ball championship? Yeah. I mean, for, for me, it's like a dream because I play pool because my dad is a pool player. That's why I play pool, you know? So imagine for me, how pro is of my dad. That's, that's crazy. I can when I remember this, uh, this moment in Moscone, you know, uh, that's crazy. I, I think that's my best feeling because, uh, also, he has a scared to fly. So he fly around the world to go to Vegas, you know, but, but I think uh, the, the experience is going to be the best of his life, also of mine. That's crazy. Also, I think uh, last year he, he was in the World Pool Master, you know, but it's not the same. The venue is like, uh, I don't know, 200, 300 in the crown. But in Moscone, when you are playing in front of the, I don't know, 2,000, 3,000 people, it's, it's crazy. What a... How old were you when you first started beating your dad regularly? Oh, yeah. Good question. 
Say again, I cannot hear. <clears throat> How old were you when you started beating your dad playing pool? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, my, dad, my dad is a good player. He's a good player. But uh, he, does, he doesn't play like uh, outside Spain. He all, always played in the first category in Spain, you know? But uh, the good thing my father do for me, I mean, I was, when I was so young, I started in the first category in Spain. So next year, I play in the second category. Second, second category in B. Then in the next year, I'm, I'm supposed to play second category A. And he say, no, you're going to play first category. I was scared. I said, okay, I'm going to lose. If I play with David, if I play with uh, the top player in Spain, I'm going to lose. And he said, yeah, you're going to lose, but you're going to learn quickly. You know? So that's, that's the best thing I, my father do. You know? he, he, I, I, he doesn't care about uh, winning. He, he wants to put me under pressure and still working every time and keep, keep doing. Well, I, I say it paid off. <laughs> it did yeah. pretty good for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's uh, a good decision. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, obviously, with, when it comes to Europe and the United States, we're seeing a disparity now where European players are frankly, just better right now overall. Uh, the talent in Europe and the work ethic, whatever we're seeing. I'm curious, let's say you were asked to be the captain of the U.S. Moscone Cup team. What advice could you give to U.S. players or maybe just the entire pool scene in the United States to try to do what you guys have done in Europe? What, what advice would you give? I mean, in Europe, uh, I mean, now the, the, I think the difference between Europe and U.S., I think that's because in Europe, everybody plays nine ball. Every, the, so everybody nine, nine ball. So there is a lot of good players in Europe. When you go to U.S., everybody play one pocket, play banks, you know. I never play one pocket or banks, you know. So, I mean, that's, that's the difference between the Europe and U.S., you know. But in Europe, if you go into the Euro Tour, Euro Tour, I think at least... 30 people can win the Euro. There is a lot, a lot of good people, good, good players here in Europe. So that, that's amazing. Yeah, so I'm curious it. what you did with your $60,000. <laughs> <you go, laughs> I noticed uh, Sky Woodward just bought a watch or I think his, his fiance bought him a Rolex. Like what, what did you do with your money? Did you do anything uh, interesting with it? Did you make a big purchase or is it just go in the bank for future expenses? No, the first thing I had to do is pay tax in my country. That's okay. the first thing. <laughs> pay tax Every family. country. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I want to help my family, you know, every time. Uh, also, I want to buy, I don't know, some house. I don't want to spend the money in, in I don't know. I, I'm not the, the, the spending. I don't want to spend in the bad things, you know. I want to help my family. That's the first thing. Then I spend money and travel around the world and whatever. What a you you mentioned all your success and Joey's asking about your finances, which is great. <laughs> uh, after it's you know, not like me to yeah. ask somebody about their finances. No, no, not I'm at all. Stepping Com out of my comfort zone, yeah, but you know, I just wanted to know, like, if he bought if he bought a Tesla or if he bought some kind of new car or something. I know if I cash a check for sixty thousand dollars after taxes. I might be inclined to go buy a vehicle or something, but of course, my wife tells me I'm terrible with money. But I just wanted to see. How, uh, how, what's it like going from winning and then what's that transition or time frame like when, like, when are you back on the table? You know, you just won a world nine ball. You're about to hit the road again. Are, you know, is there any time to celebrate or are you back at it, working on the break, working on everything you need to do? Yeah, I think uh, it's strange because normally when you win, you want to celebrate, but I want to, I want to go to another tournament again you know i feel so confident now so i want to i want to go to the, to the Euro tour then go to the world temple you know to be honest i want to play the world temple because that's the biggest one you know but uh, i feel i feel so motivated right now we got a we got a comment in the chat you might know this guy right here it says that's awesome Hey, Francisco, there's a lot of people that watch our stream that are pool players, um, not professional pool players, but amateurs or just people who love the sport, um, but they do want to get better. So if you could give someone in this this uh, podcast right now one piece of advice, you know, to become a better player, what advice would that be? 
I mean, uh, I want to tell everyone, I think you have to be yourself. That's the most important. Don't try to be someone. I don't know. I don't, I don't try to be like Shane Van Bonin's stroke. Don't try to be like, I don't know, Alex Pagulayan. Try to be yourself. Try to enjoy the game. That's the most important thing because when I didn't really enjoy playing pool, that's, that's my high level, you know, because uh, when you start, you probably say, okay, my stroke is not the best, you know, but, uh, you have to be yourself. So that's the best uh, unbelief in yourself. That's well, what I thought. We saw that in, you know, the world championship finals because you have your own style. You play yeah. rather fast, I think, for a lot of the other players out there. And then Sufi obviously plays real fast. Uh, just gets down and shoots balls and he has like a sidearm motion. And the commentators, Carl Boys and Jeremy Jones, they kept saying, if you would just slow down a little, maybe he wouldn't make that mistake. But I kind of thought about it and I said to myself, you know, if he slowed down a little, he might not make a ball, you know, because that's the way he's confident. That's the way he plays. When you were coming up and you were developing your own style, did you have people try to tell you to do it different or slow down or, you know, think more like, Tell us about that. I mean, uh, if you, I mean, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, uh, everyone is different, you know. But uh, I mean, um, I don't know how to explain English because I have to think two ways. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, I thought Melina Mike. I thought Melina Mike spoke Spanish, but we went to a restaurant. Nomás. No, un poco no, not, I'm not that good at Spanish. I can understand, but not speak so well. Hey, we went to a <laughs> restaurant in Las Vegas, and the menu was in Spanish. <laughs> And I'm, yeah. we look at Molina and we're like, hey, can you read this menu? And he's like, I'm not that Mexican. I can't read it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean uh, that's a good example. When, when you see Federal play, probably is the best technique uh, that I ever see because he played the technique. is amazing, you know. But uh, everyone has something. Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, if you if you have, if you play with Feather, he has the probably the same the same uh, technique. But you if you fight, if you believe in yourself, you can do it. You can beat. It's, it's not it's not uh, it's not the best player win every tournament. You know, every yeah. tournament is, is different. You know, so if you fight, if you believe in your, in yourself, so everything can happen. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> what are what are your goals for this year, Francisco? You've already won a world nine ball. Obviously, you got your eyes set on the world ten ball. But what are your bigger goals for this year, as far as tournament play and success? Yeah, I mean, uh, I have to play the world group master. That's a good one, you know. Now my my next goal is is, is play the the ten ball. I don't know if I'm gonna win, but I I, I just try my best in ten ball. But after ten ball, we have the Premier League. That's that's an important tournament. Then we have a World Cup. Or we have too many tournaments. But I think my main goal is to make Moscone. Yeah. When yeah. you when you're growing up playing pool in Europe, is is the goal I want to win a World Nine Ball or I want to get on the Moscone Cup team? Uh, now I choose Nine Ball because I play Moscone already in December. Right. But uh, to uh, I, uh, last year I was I was thinking before you shopping I was thinking okay my main goal is gonna is gonna play Moscone that's the first goal but when I go to the to the team because when I when I finished in the last sixty four I think I was already in the Moscone so I play my best game when I when I when I when I know I'm gonna play Moscone I I play my best my best you know. So I think uh, that's a good goal to play the, the Moscone Cup. But for me, the US Open was so special. Even the, the nine ball is special, but the US Open was so special for me. So I made a statement right after the World Championship last year, all throughout the year, we kept saying you were the hottest player, you were the hottest player, you know, the hottest player. And then after the World Championship, I said, you're the best player right now, best player in the world. How does that make you feel? What is that like? Tell me what what you think about it. It's, uh, it's amazing because uh, I was I was working so hard. Uh, I think seven seven years ago I changed my life because uh, I moved. I'm I, I'm from South Spain, so I moved to North Spain because I have a new sponsor, new manager. So I was working every day about pool, you know. So I practice every day. I go into the gym for pool, you know. But I, 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 in one year, I see my family like 
two, three times per year. So that's that's really hard for me, you know. But now when you won a world title or something something big like this, you say you are so proud, you know, because uh, that's amazing feeling right now. But uh, but it's tough because um, you cannot see your family, you cannot see your friend. So, but but I'm really happy. I cannot say I'm bad. I'm really good. <laughs> over over the last like 10 years or so it was always david 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 and then it was francisco after now you guys are at the top and you have other young guys who are traveling along with you in delgado and comino what what, what are your thoughts on their play and what their ceiling is like and what their future is like um coming up and and playing on the world scene yeah, I mean, uh, we are like a team because uh, David, uh, Alberto is already here. Alberto and me practice every day. But Alberto and Jonas, they they, they are the, the future. I mean, uh, they play so good. And also Alberto, he finished in the third place in the European Open, you know. Yep. He has not too much experience, but for sure this year or next year, he's going to win a, a title for sure. But also Jonas, he's an unbelievable talent. You know, he beat, uh, he, he saw, he beat, he can beat uh, Jason, I think, was in the UK. I think he beat, he beat Shane in the, in the tournament before World Temple, you know. But uh, we are like a team. We are, we are playing a lot, especially outside Spain. So it's very important for us. Can they, can they beat the World Cup of Pool Champions? That's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the the workout pool was special. I think this year we just defend the title, David and me. But for sure, Jonas and Alberto they're gonna play for sure. No, I'm saying can can they beat you guys? Can, can they beat you and David? Can they beat you and David? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we always try to drum up some drama, right? We talk about uh, matchups. I, we're kind of like matchmakers. So I got a match for you, and I want to hear your, your best take on this. If you could take uh, Team Spain versus Team Poland, let's say, who would win? Oh, that's a good question because in Poland, everybody played good. So I don't know. I, feel, I bet Spain. Line it up, Melina. Have you have you ever thought about playing any kind of two man tournaments, any big gambling matches? Have you been asked to play any one on one tournaments here in the U.S. with anyone? Yeah, I I never play like a money game. I play a money game, but not to be honest, not too much. Not play to to the big one, you know. But uh, I have too many. Somebody asked me, especially this day, to play to play against the big one, Feather, you know. Uh-huh. I think everybody wants to see this match, you know. But I don't know what happened. Probably this year. I don't know. Well, I remember I was in – so I saw Feather play Copigny in Harlingen, and I was hearing that they were trying to figure it out with you guys around the World 8 Ball. But schedules are tough. But would you be open to playing, you know, a decent, a long-race nine-ball match with Feather? Yeah, I think it's gonna be good because I think uh, that I think will be will be amazing match, especially nine ball with this kind of rule. You know, will be good. Probably we we spoke in Vegas and make it happen. Awesome. What, uh, what's the longest race you've ever played? Uh, I think for the money game was race to twenty one or something. Not for hundred years. Well, listen, we know you got a busy schedule. We appreciate you taking time for us. We finally got you on the show. Um, you know, you got a lot of fans all around the world, including us, and massive congratulations. Wait, I got one more question. Oh, go ahead. My bad. My bad. My bad. I didn't give you the signal. I didn't give you the signal. It's not over yet. <laughs> no, there's a good question in the chat, Francisco. I want to make sure we get to this one because I think one of the keys, so obviously Jeremy said it, Jeremy Jones said it during the, the final that you know, one of the things that's separating you is your ability to put packages together. So when you get to the table, you're running three or four racks quite often, and that's allowing you to have success even when you're behind in a match. And so someone in the the chat was saying, like, how often, how much time do you spend working on your break? Because that's a key factor. I think you're breaking better than anyone in that matchroom format, anyone that I've seen. And so I'm curious, like if you sit down to or you go to practice for five hours, how much of that time is dedicated to your break? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, that's tough because uh, it depends of, of how many tournaments you go. If we, I, now I'm going to Euro Tour, that's different break than the, the last week. So I think the minimum, I, I practice like one or two hours per day. Mm-hmm. I mean, just break, just break. I mean, that's the, that's the most important thing, the break. But uh, now I go Pegas, I play tempo. I didn't practice tempo break because I, I know it's going to be with the, the wood rack. So it's going to be different. So I, I have to practice two different breaks. But if you have, if you, I have a big tournament, I want, I want to practice like one or two hours per day. In the, with the World 10 ball, they're breaking a lot from the side rail. At least they were last year. Um, is that a break that you're familiar with, breaking 10 ball from the side rail? Yeah, I mean, if you, they put a mind rack, I probably break from the side, you know, but I think they, they use the, the triangle. So probably I'm going to break for the corner because I, I prefer to break harder, you know. And I think that I can, I can control the cue ball much better with the, with, the, with, with the one side, you know, but not in the center. Don't be telling everybody your secrets, man. You got to keep that. You got you to keep, you gotta keep that in here. <laughs> okay, so we'll leave you. Since Molina's busy, I think he has a bus to catch or something. He's trying no, to get no, you no. out of here. I'm trying to keep you here. No, no, but no. We'll, we'll give you one more question, and that is, if you could only win one more tournament for the rest of your life, what tournament would that be? Oh, that's a good that's question. A good question. The easy question is gonna be Temple because it's the last one, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. To be honest, I have to think about it, but I don't know. I think this between maybe Walker Master, maybe a World Game, because World Game is, is every four years is very important title. But I don't know. Probably I choose Temple, yeah. Yeah, that, that would be unbelievable to hold the world eight ball, nine ball, and ten yeah. ball all in yeah, one probably, year. Probably choose ten ball because uh, yeah. Hey, one more thing. I just remembered something. And then I'm sorry. And then we'll let you go. Um, you've been all over like um, like shows in Spain. No, what's what's the reception oh, yeah. been like in your country since you won? You know, you Moscone Cup World Championships. Now, have you been on TV a lot? Because I've seen on Instagram like newspaper clippings and talk shows and what's that been like yeah are you like a celebrity in spain no not celebrity but, but now we have more opportunity you know like i think last month we were in the the big show in spain one of the biggest ones you know so it's not important for me it's important for our sport that's the most important thing because we put a table in the show we make we make some trick shop and you know that's that's that was really nice well, that's you know, why you got fans because of exactly like that you're That's an amazing, cool. you're an amazing ambassador for our sport. That's why Thank everybody you. loves you. Everybody picks you to win, except for Melina Mike. He picks Mario. <laughs> he, I don't know what happened there, but hey, we're rooting for you. We'd love to see you get that world ten ball. That would be an amazing achievement. Keep up the success. Keep working hard, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you out in Vegas. Okay, see you in Vegas. Thank you guys. See you Take guys. care. Thanks for see the y'all. Skill. All right.